If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back to our world famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border. On TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Cheeky Jaguar app. Available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live 24 7 replay, exclusive news, and programming information, all available on our fantastic, fantastic app. And we've got a great guest with us today. He is an expert on money. The hard-hitting author, stockbroker, and financial analyst Peter Schiff is going to be with us here in a few moments. He's the author of the perennial bestseller, How an Economy Grows and Why It Crashes. And he's with us today here on the telephone. Peter, uh, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? I am well. I am well. You know, my most recent book is actually called uh, uh, The Real Crash, America's Coming Bankruptcy, How to Save Yourself and Your Country. And, uh, well, let's... Let, let's Donald Trump isn't going isn't, isn't to do it. <laughs> he may be a step in the right direction, but it's not, it's not going to solve the problem. Well, let's start there. How do people personally uh, make, make themselves financial, financially solvent and uh, really be able to save some money there? Give us some insider tips here. Well, first of all, you got to recognize the degree to which the U.S. economy is in a bubble. It's not just the stock market. In fact, Donald Trump, when he was a candidate, called the market a big, fat, ugly bubble, and he was right about that, and it's bigger and fatter and uglier now. You know, this is worse than the bubble that Bush 43 inherited from uh, Clinton. You know, Clinton was in office for two years, and in his second ter- two terms, rather, in his second term, presided over a stock market bubble and a dollar bubble. And that's the same thing that just happened uh, under, under Obama. But when Bush came in and started cutting taxes and running up the deficit, the, uh, the dollar got crushed. It went to an all-time record low. That's when gold prices went from under 300 to 1,000. Oil prices went from under 20 bucks to $150. Yep. So I think uh, Trump is coming in now at a time where the economy is much worse shape than it was uh, when Bush came in. Bulls are also much bigger. And, you know, during the Bush presidency, we got the housing bubble, which was another thing that I forecast. In fact, made a lot of money yep. for a number of people, including myself, shorting the subprime market. That trade paid off in 07. But I think what we're heading for now is an even bigger opportunity, both to lose money if you're on the wrong side, but to make it if you're on the right side. You've got to understand the coming crisis that's coming and how it's going to play out in the financial markets and in the dollar. And that's where, you know, I would encourage people to look at both – uh, you know, re-diversifying or repositioning your U.S. assets abroad, right? Invest in stocks in places like Hong Kong, New Zealand, Singapore, Switzerland. I manage money for people all around the world. I help you get out of the dollar and help you get out of harm's way and taking advantage of the, the markets that are going to profit. Just the way the markets, there was a lot of money made 
during the Bush term, but not in the U.S. stock market. The U.S. stock market crashed under Bush and then crawled its way back to unch. Uh, but foreign markets went through the roof, emerging markets, commodities, gold. There's a lot of way to make money in an inflationary environment with a weak dollar. And so people have to understand that's what's coming. And, and that, you know, so that's my company is Europe Pacific Capital. It's europac.com is our website, E-U-R-O-P-A-C.com. But another thing that everybody that's listening to your show can do is just go on the Internet and open up an account at Gold Money. Just go to goldmoney.com. This is the, basically the wave of the future. You go on goldmoney.com. You can open up a free account denominated in gold. You can go buy some gold live it's your gold you can buy it with a debit card a credit card bank transfer you can pay with bitcoin but buy yourself some gold you own it and now you can use it in commerce just as easily as bitcoin except you know it's reliable you'll get a free debit card you can use it wherever mastercard is accepted you're basically getting out of the banking system and opening up a gold-based account that you can use in commerce i think eventually over the next few years lots of merchants are going to start accepting in fact some of them will demand payment in gold and you can pay people in gold using an app on your cell phone just like, you know, kind of with Apple Pay or, you know, Samsung Pay, or you can use your debit card, but you'd be able to transfer your gold anywhere in the world instantaneously. You can text it to somebody. You can, uh, you know, Skype it or Facebook it to somebody. But you can use gold in commerce just as easily as dollars or euros or any other currency, except that between the time you save it and the time you spend it, it doesn't lose value because it's real gold. It's not just some paper money that some central bankers are just creating out of thin air. We've got Peter Schiff with us today. He is a fantastic stockbroker, author, financial analyst. He's with us today here on our big broadcast. His latest book uh, is uh, an amazing, amazing read, The Real Crash, America's Coming Bankruptcy. And he's with us today here on our broadcast. Now, um, kind of give us uh, your, your thoughts on, on what you see coming with the, uh, the new Trump administration and everything that's involved with that. Well, you know, Trump ran, he described himself as the king of debt. And, you know, America, yep. you know, we're a nation of debt, so now he's, you know, going to reign over it. In <laughs> fact, fact that, you know, his secretary of the treasury should be called the secretary of the debt, right? Because we don't have any treasury. The treasury is bare. All we have there is IOUs. Yep. But the country is broke. He is inheriting enormous problems that have been building up over the years under multiple administrations. The biggest problem has been the Fed, both Greenspan, Bernanke, and now Yellen. Uh, they have just created these bubbles they be, in order to try to postpone the pain of actually solving the problems that are the reason Trump is elected. Trump is president because the economy is a disaster. That's why so many people voted for Trump, because they were voting to reject the last eight years, and they didn't want four more with Hillary Clinton. But, you know, we didn't solve all these problems by electing Trump, right? The problems are just going to get bigger. He's hoping to paper over them just like Bush did. He's hoping for, you know, the, the tax cuts and more government spending, that we could just create another bubble bigger than the one that he inherited. I think the bubble-blowing days are over because I think the bubbles at this point are just too big. We can't blow any more air into it. So I think we're headed for a real monetary crisis, a sovereign debt crisis. I hope it doesn't get blamed on Trump because it's not his fault. You know, he, you know, he walked into this. I hope the free market doesn't get blamed like he got blamed for the 08 financial crisis. Because yes. all of this is a creation of government, central planning, central banking. This is not capitalism. This is the antithesis of capitalism. Capitalism is what we need to save us. That's where maybe Trump can step up after we have a complete collapse. Maybe the people that he's surrounding himself with 
maybe we can embrace the free market and we can slash government. I mean, big cuts to government spending. I mean, Trump campaigned not to cut government, except for waste, fraud, and abuse. But, you know, it's all waste, fraud, and abuse as far as I'm concerned. We need to get rid of all these entitlement programs. We, we, we have to have massive, you know, uh, surgery when it comes to cuts for government. We just can't, uh, you know, give it a haircut. We need, we need to really get in there. We've, but we are broke. Yes. We have to face reality. And Trump talks about, look, we have to rebuild our industry. We have to manufacture. All this is true. But none of this can be accomplished overnight. And it can't be accomplished with a smart renegotiation of our trade deals. We need to stop spending, stop borrowing. We need to stop, start saving, start investing, start producing. And a lot of our kids have to stop wasting borrowed money on worthless liberal arts degrees. And they have actually have to get jobs and learn how to do something productive. Uh, you are <laughs> you hit that right on the head i can't tell you how many people that that i hear or talk to that are majoring in like things like women's studies and things like this i'm like way too many americans wasting time wasting taxpayer money on worthless degrees. I mean, this whole idea that everybody has to go to college is complete nonsense. I mean, yes. the government, you know, perpetuated this. The, the student unions, the universities, it's all a scam. The vast majority of people derive no benefit whatsoever from going to college. They have fun, but they graduate with a massive amount of debt, and they've wasted some of the most formative years of their youth when they could have been out there acquiring real marketable skills and actually earning some money and getting a good start in life instead of being so overweighted with debt that they have to move back in with their parents and live in a basement. We've got Peter Schiff with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast to Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course our brand new Jiggy Jaguar app, as well as 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. The Real Crash, America's Coming Bankruptcy, is the latest book from our guest. And uh, th- there there was a lot of criticism uh, with the Obama administration as far as how they handled money and, and, and various things. Um, compare and contrast what Obama did as compared to what you've heard about what Trump may do. Oh, well, look, Obama's out in Hawaii again on another massive, expensive vacation on the taxpayer where they have to bring his entire entourage yep. uh, so that he can golf it up and, and live it up in Hawaii. You think he couldn't even wait until January when he's no longer traveling on the public payroll? He could. He has plenty of time to take vacation. So I think Donald Trump will be more frugal with taxpayer money for sure. He's not going to take a salary. He's not going to take all these vacations. He's not going to milk this gravy train. Uh, the way the way Obama did, but the real damage were Obama's policies. I mean, the way he lived his life, you know, is just a thumb in our face, and just like you know, they're, they're, you know, he was just like a king. Uh, but the, the problem is though that Trump didn't run on a platform of really solving our problems. He it was more of a panacea, like hey, I can make America great again. Just elect me, and it'll be real easy. It isn't easy because we are in a gigantic hole. And, you know, we just can't magically, you know, levitate our way out of it. That's right. That need to be That's done right. That are going to be, you know, he did no one, according to Trump, no one's going to lose a government job. No one's going to lose a government check. No one's going to lose a pension. No one's going to lose Social Security benefits. Look, government has promised much too much to too many people. That's yes. how politicians have gotten elected. We've got to break those promises because we've got to go back to the free market principles. If we want to make America great again, 
we need to go back to the type of government that allowed us to be great. That means small. A great country has a small government. If you have a, if you have a great government, then you don't have a great country. So we have to choose. And if we want the country to be great, the government has to be small because we need freedom. We need liberty. We need limited government. That's what made us great. And we've got to dismantle this welfare state. And that means a lot of government checks have to stop being mailed. You know, we need to, you know, Trump needs to start firing a lot of people. You know, you're fired. All these government workers, we keep, I, I don't want to keep paying their salaries anymore. I want government workers to get actual jobs in the private sector where I can benefit from their work and not have to pay for it out of my taxes. You know, I, 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 the, the people that are working for government are riding in the wagon and everybody else has to pull it. Yes. I don't want it. I mean, we're lugging around all this dead weight. they got to get out and help everybody else. Well, the thing I've never understood, and I don't know where this where this started, but uh, it seemed like that we used to have, it, it used to be, you know, you, you had government benefits or you had different things like this, and it was it was a hand up to folks. And they were able to go, you know, pad themselves long enough to where they could get a job, all this stuff. Where did it become this process of it wasn't just a hand up, it became a handout, and people basically oh, went, oh, well, this is my job, so I'm just going to stay home and collect a check. Yeah, the idea is that, you know, there's some kind of safety net, which ends up being a hammock, or, you know, the government's going to give somebody a crutch temporarily until they can get back on their feet. Yes. But what happens is the government cripples you and puts you in a wheelchair, and you never get on your feet. This is about the moral hazard. We need to end the government poverty business. I mean, government programs that are aimed to lift people out of poverty, what they actually do is they trap people in poverty, because that's what government wants. Because as long as they can keep you impoverished, they're going to get your vote. Because now you're the only thing that's standing between them and, you know, and hunger. And their hope is that, well, you know, you're going to lift them out of poverty, but you never do. Yes. Right? Government doesn't want to solve poverty because then they're out of business. So what we want is to get rid of all these programs and allow private charities to actually help people who are truly in need. Because then a private charity is not going to try to keep you poor. They really want you to make it, and they just want to help you. And, of course, private charities are very efficient. You know, when a private charity raises money, 90, 95% of the money, of course, unless you're the Clinton Foundation, but most <laughs> private charities, you know, 90, 95% of the money goes to the people who need it. But when government yes. runs charity through welfare, it's like 90% of the money that the government takes in taxes goes to the bureaucracy, and only 10% actually goes to the people that supposedly need the money. So it's a very inefficient way to help people. It's much better to help people through private charity, and that's not theft. You know, when the government steals from somebody and gives it to somebody else, that's immoral. But when people give freely their own money to other people, that's real charity. And that's what this country is about. It's not about theft but about people actually helping other people voluntarily. And if we have a vibrant free market economy without all this government intervention, yes. we'll have much more wealth and prosperity, and therefore there'll be a lot more people who are in a position to help people who fall through the crack, cracks, legitimately fall through the cracks, not people who are trapped there by government. We've got Peter Schiff with us today. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, we're going to talk about The Real Crash, America's Coming Bankruptcy. We'll also talk about some of his other books. We've got more coming up here on our world-famous Cheeky Checkwire program back here in a few moments with Peter Schiff. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us on social media, do so over there on our app, CheekyJaguar.us. More with Peter Schiff on the way. Peter, tell me a little bit about the writing process for this incredible book. 
Well, you know, I wrote my, my, my initial book that predicted the 2008 financial crisis that was also a New York Times bestseller. Yep. was called Crash Proof, How to Profit from the Coming Economic Collapse. But the origin of this book, The Real Crash, is just to remind people that what happened in 2008 is just a precursor to a much larger class crash that's, that's yet to come. And I think this is the one that we're getting ready for. And people need to be prepared. I mean, you know, the subtitle is how to profit from it. And there's going to be opportunities here. Again, as I said earlier, I think there's going to be bigger profits here than the profits we made shorting the subprime market. But people need to understand what's going to happen and get their portfolios positioned properly in advance of, of this happening. That's why, you know, I outlined the strategy in the book, the, you know, the real crash America's coming bankruptcy. So people can read that. Uh, but also, you know, make a habit. I, I have my own uh, podcast that I do, uh, the Peter Schiff Show, SchiffRadio.com, or my YouTube channel. I'm talking about all the things there, uh, so people can start, you know, follow me on fo- social media to kind of keep abreast on what's going on. And as we're getting closer and closer to the real crash, but the important thing is to get positioned properly now with your stock portfolio by, uh, you know, taking my advice or actually working with me directly at Europe Pacific Capital, Europac.com, and getting into some gold. You know, gold did extremely well on. Under Bush, I think it's ready for an even bigger move under under um, under Trump. So goldmoney.com, which you know didn't even exist back then, is a great way yeah. for people to just acquire some gold. But gold that they can use in commerce, you can spend it. It's like having a bank account, except the bank can't fail. Without <laughs> lending your money to the bank. And you got real money. You got gold. You got what the founding fathers. I mean, Trump talked about making our country great again. Well, make your money great again, right? Go back to what what was real money, gold. Gold was money. Gold in the Constitution. That's what's still money. Everybody's using these little pieces of paper that are losing value. But you can put yourself on a gold standard by using goldmoney.com. Peter Schiff with us today. He's our uh, first guest on our Tuesday edition. He is here to talk about the U.S. economy, where it's heading. And uh, we were talking a little bit about Trump being elected before he was elected and uh, the thinking since then. Um, What advice can you give investors today? Well, same advice. I mean, don't believe all the hype, like that everything is going to get better. It's not. I mean, we have some serious problems. I mean, you can't have 0% interest rates for seven, eight years. Oh, yeah. You can't have all this quantitative easing. I mean, it was the monetary policy of Alan Greenspan that inflated the housing bubble and caused the 2008 financial crisis. That was done by the Fed. Well, what the Fed has done under Bernanke and Yellen is far more reckless than anything dreamed up by uh, Alan Greenspan. Yes. So the damage that the Fed has caused now is much greater than the damage it caused then. And therefore, the resulting economic collapse is going to be far bigger. So, you know, get ready. That was just a warm-up. This is the main event. People have to be prepared. This is going to change people's lives in a much more profound way than the last crisis. And the last crisis, we had bailouts. There will be no bailouts next time because the government itself is going to be at the epicenter of the crisis. The government was bailing everybody out. There is nobody big enough to bail out the government. Peter Schiff with us today on our broadcast. He has uh, got some amazing, amazing work out there. He's a great author. Now, how do you work with your clients? Well, I work with them two ways. They can have a brokerage account with me, and uh, we work individually on a stock-by-stock basis. People can open up a brokerage account, and we access markets all around the world. We'll give you guys some ideas that you wouldn't normally even know about. 
but also I can manage money. I own a family of mutual funds that are available you know, at other brokerage firms, or you can certainly buy the mutual funds through an account with me at my you, you broker-dealer. And I also manage money for people on a fee basis. So depending on uh, the amount that you have, I can just manage it with discretion, charge you an annual fee to manage your money. It's kind of like a hedge fund, except without the, the big fees. I'm much less expensive. Uh, than a hedge fund, and I think the returns will be better. So all this information is available on my website at europac.com, or people can call me up and, and speak to one of my advisors. I have a team. I have six offices throughout the country, around the west and east coast. People can call us at 800-727-7922. That, in, that, that is on my uh, website as well, but again, it's 800 800- Seven two seven seven nine two two. Peter Schiff with us today. He's our first guest here in our big broadcast. He's talking about the U.S. economy. He's got a lot of books out there. Now, tell us about uh, some of your other books. How can they help us move ahead with a bright future here, Peter? Well, by by helping us understand the reason that the future is not very bright in the, in the near term. Right? We have to understand the source of our problems. I mean, you mentioned another one of my books, How an Economy Grows and Why It Crashes. That is a great book. Uh, it's it, actually it's written in like as a cartoon, and you know it's great for teaching and learning economics. Teens can read it, young people, but it's great for adults. It really dispels all the Keynesian myths. And I have a collector's edition that's great for a Christmas gift if you want to give somebody uh, the gift of knowledge and understanding of economics. My books are available at shiffbooks.com, S-C-H-I-F-F-Books.com. You can get it on Amazon, of course, the place, but I'm, I'm autographing these. So if you buy it directly from me, uh, you, know, you can get an autographed copy. Uh, so some people like that, but uh, shiftbooks.com. But my books, you know, if you had read my book, The Real Crash, in 2007 when it came out, you wouldn't have been surprised by the 08 financial crisis. You would have been ready for it because I predicted it. And a lot of other things that are going to surprise people over the next few years are things that you'll know about in advance if you read my books. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Peter Schiff joins us here on our broadcast, and uh, he's doing some amazing, amazing things. Um, I know that we talked uh, a little bit about uh, the nation in 2008 uh, with with Obama and uh, Trump coming in. Um, some of these cabinet picks, what, 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 what do you make of some of these folks that Trump has put well, in his there's cabinet? There's some good guys in there. There's some good free market business guys, people that have... There are a lot of self-made people there that came from nothing and became extremely successful and very wealthy. Uh, obviously, some of the picks are more, you know, his friends, people that helped him get elected, people that, you know, donated to the campaign. So you got some of that. But I think it's a much better cabinet. The quality of the people is much better than what we had under Obama or even, you know, other administrations. But, you know, that's not going to solve the underlying economic problems, you know, just... You know, I mean, if you have a better crew on the Titanic, I mean, once it hit the iceberg, I mean, that ship was going down. It didn't matter, you know, how qu- the quality of the crew, right? I mean, the boat was down. And, and, and the, the question was, you know, how many people could they, could they effectively get into those lifeboats? And, you know, I think we have a fatal flaw here uh, in this economy. And we're headed for, you know, we, you know we're going to hit this iceberg, or we've already hit it. We just don't realize it yet. Um, and so we have, we, we, we need to deal with these problems. And it's about all the money we borrowed and spent. It's about the industries that we've gutted. You know, we've gone to this service sector economy that's supported by a mountain of debt where Americans only pretend to work. We don't make things and then we borrow <laughs> from the rest of the world. Yep. And we, we have a massive amount of debt and people live paycheck to paycheck. Nobody has any savings. 
Uh, people are dependent on government-run Ponzi schemes for their retirement. I mean, this is an entire bubble economy, and this thing needs to deflate, and it's going to disappoint a lot of people. Just like, look, a lot of people invested with Bernie Madoff, and they thought they had a real nest egg, and they were disappointed when they found out that he stole all their money. Well, the same thing happened, uh, you know, in America. I mean, people are believing in something that's not real. But, you know, we've got to get back down to work. We've got to roll up our sleeves and, and go back to basics. And we can't do that until we dismantle much of the government, because that's why we lost so many of our industry in the first place. I mean, Trump talks about why it's so hard to, you know, you can't buy things in America because we don't make them in America. Why don't we make them? Because it's too expensive. Yep. Why is it too expensive? Rules, regulations, taxes. Yep. We've got to get rid of all that. But even if we get rid of all that and turn America into a free market bastion, those factories aren't going to spring up overnight. I mean, well, and built. and it that's the time. thing. It I know money. It takes resources. That that's that's the thing I want to get your thoughts on here. We got Peter Schiff with us today. He's a best-selling author, financial advisor as well. Um, a, a lot of folks are yelling and screaming. Mostly the libs are yelling and screaming about the fact that Trump's giving a lot of these companies tax breaks. And there's a lot of companies that are calling him up that are like, hey, we want to come back to the United States if we're going to get these tax breaks. The things that I don't think a lot of these folks understand, and maybe you can explain this a little bit better, is... Like you were mentioning there, where these factories are not going to spring up overnight. They're going to have to retrofit a lot of these places. Uh, they're going to have to build new buildings. They're, 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 they're going to have to have a reason to bring a factory from China yeah, and, and, back to the United States. They're going to have to have workers who are trained to actually do the work. That, too. That, too. I mean, reciting some you know poetry... Isn't going to do it. <laughs> you know, people have to you know how to operate some of those skills. You know, you, they don't. They didn't learn it in in college. You know, they can yeah. And 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 see this. This is the thing. I I don't think people know where. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It, it's the strangest thing. We've got Peter Schiff with us today, and uh, Peter, uh, as we let you go, my friend, what what, what do you see coming up uh, with with the with the inauguration and everything uh, coming up in January? How do you think that's going to affect the, the stocks and the markets and everything? Well, I don't know if this honeymoon is going to make it all the way to inauguration. You know, when 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 Ronald Reagan was elected, the market went up for the first month, and then it went into a two year bear market. The market was down twenty five percent in the next two years. But, you know, when Reagan came in, the stock market was actually cheap. You know, now it's extremely expensive, so it's very different. And, of course, when Reagan came in, interest rates were very high, and they had no place to go but down. Now interest rates are very low, and they have no place to go but up. Same thing with inflation. When Reagan came in, we had high inflation, and it came down. Now we're having low inflation. It's about to go up. So I think the economic situation is the mirror image of, uh, of uh, or the financial situation, rather, the mirror image of when uh reagan came in but for the markets you know i mean for the economy it's similar in that reagan came in the economy was in trouble i think we're in even more trouble now and i don't see a way out of it that's going to be friendly to the u.s uh, markets either stocks or bonds or the dollar so people need to get ready now take advantage of this sucker's rally as uh, the shorts have been running for cover and everybody is buying into this uh, hysteria you know uh, just do the right thing get positioned uh, most people won't. Most people are just going to get blindsided like they were in 08. Prepare yourself. <laughs> uh, contact my, my, you know, work with me on this. You won't, you know, and get yourself, again, get yourself some gold. Go to goldmoney.com. Start building up your savings account in gold. Hey, start invoicing your customers in gold. Start, you know, start, you know, 
you know, getting paid in gold. Don't just pay gold. You want to be paid gold. You want more gold. When the, when the music stops, you want to have as much gold as possible. Well, Peter, I appreciate you making time for us today. Have yourself a happy holiday, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, my friend. Uh, you too, and to your, your audience as well. Thank you, sir. Peter Schiff with us today. Frank Vernuccio coming up on the other side here on our world-famous Chicken Shack Bar Radio Program. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.